In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, How to Become a Pen Tester, Part 2. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be continuing our exploration of how to become a pen tester with Andrew Morris. So what are, what are some of the tools that you're using during this pen test? Hmm. So for an external pen test, I mean, it's going to be, I'm a little out of touch now because I was uh, last, last, pen t- last, last external pen test cited was probably two or three years ago, but um, uh, you're going to use, for web apps, you're going to use a lot of burp suite. Uh, mm-hmm. I live and I live and die by the burp suite. Um, there's also going to be specialized tools for doing certain things. If you're trying to, you're going to use a lot of, for reconnaissance, you're going to use a lot of various different open source, various different open sources of information on the internet, as well as like your, your port scanners, things like that. You're going to use Nmap a lot. Um, you're going to use, you may end up using Netcat. You may end up writing a lot of your own tools to do a lot of the scripting stuff. That's what I would usually end up doing a lot of, uh, just a lot of scripting stuff. For like exploiting vulnerabilities, I loved Metasploit. I'm a huge Metasploit fanboy. It's really, really good for a lot of things. It's not good for everything, but it's really good for a lot of things. There's a tremendous amount of power in the auxiliary modules of Metasploit just for enumeration and for gathering information and for stuff like that. Anything that's not explicitly popping a shell, there's a huge amount of auxiliary modules in Metasploit. I mean, I can't I can't, I don't remember what the number is off the top of my head, but it's like, I mean, there's like a thousand auxiliary modules, probably well over a thousand auxiliary modules in Metasploit. It's fantastic. Um, other than that, I mean, it really depends on the the thing. It depends on what specifically you're doing. If it's an internal assessment, you may end up, um, I mean, I, like I said, I, I live and use Metasploit and, and Map religiously. Um, but now for modern kind of like internal pen tests, and now, you know, when you're taking it even further and doing like the adversary emulation stuff um, and the red team assessments, that's where you're going to want to use Cobalt Strike, PowerShell Empire, um, all of the different PowerShell suites of tools. Um, those are really kind of the only way to go. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but like, you know, it, you using Metasploit for uh, using Nmap and Metasploit is not how modern attackers operate and so for red team assessments and stuff like that it's way more important to be low and slow um, and to use things like i said like cobalt strike powershell empire um there's a lot of uh, other different tools that are kind of like that all right so what, what are the skills you feel are needed to be a pen tester oh that's a great question the biggest thing is that you have a really good attitude and that you are you have your mind open and you're willing to learn i know it sounds hokey and lame to say that but <laughs> Um, but it's true because you can be a technical god. I mean, you can be a super, you know, a monster on the keyboard, just crushing organizations left and right. But if you don't have a good attitude, you can't talk to people and you don't understand risk, you're going to be useless. Nobody wants to have some like, you know, some person that can, you know, show how they dance around your network and they're a terrible writer, blah, blah, blah. So the, the biggest thing is that you're you know, you have a good attitude, you're a strong writer, you have to have some soft skills for communication and, uh, you know, emails and stuff like that. On the technical side, and those soft skills that I'm talking about right there, that's seriously over 50% of it for being a pen tester, because you are, so, you know, somewhat customer facing. Um, on the other side of it, the technical skills, um, programming 
is useful. Uh, it's not like like programming in and of itself is not super necessary. Scripting is extremely useful. So like your higher level scripting languages like Python, Ruby, stuff like that are invaluable. Um, and then your kind of command line scripting languages like Bash uh, or PowerShell are going to be super, super useful as well. Those are really force multipliers when it comes to pen testing. Um, outside of that, I would say it's going to be having a lot. Other technical skills would be um god it's so it's so spread between different things i mean you're really gonna have to be you're gonna have to have some really good network chops you're gonna have to have good web app chops um in terms of just understanding web technologies and understanding network communication and how things communicate with each other and under a good understanding of crypto is extremely important for application security um and then for for certain things like mobile uh, if you're doing mobile pen tests, then obviously, or mobile application security assessments, then you're going to have to, you're going to want to understand iOS and Android really well and the, the various different suites of tools that are associated with those particularly. The general rule of thumb is that the more you silo, the more siloed you are and the more specific the engagement is, the more niche the tools are that you're going to want to use. So I hate to answer your question with that. It depends, but it does depend. Mm-hmm. No, Absolutely. So now the question that we started the show with, we're finally getting to, how do you become a pen tester? Ah, uh, yes, of course. Okay. Very important. Um, I can tell you how I became a pen tester. That's what I'll do. I'll tell you how I became a pen tester and I'll tell you like how, what I would have done differently and other things like that. The biggest thing is learn as much as you possibly can. Like I said, have a good attitude, be a sponge. Just keep your mind open and learn as much about different things as you possibly, possibly can. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of, of resources on the internet, um, so many so that it's actually very overwhelming. Um, there's paid and free training that you can take for various different pen testing stuff. I'm a huge fan of the OSCP offered by Offensive Security. Um, I'm not paid to say this. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a proud OSCP and I would recommend it to my to anybody. I mean, it's a really, really amazing course developed by the same people that developed Backtrack and uh, Kali Linux. Um, really, really amazing. So for me, the way that I actually did it was I, I wanted, I just wanted to really focus on learning is anything that I didn't understand in security, I would force myself to do until I understood it well enough that I could explain it to like my friends or my parents, because uh, you know, in Columbia, South Carolina, there's not a terrible amount of pen testers. So, you know, it was really just a, a tremendous amount of, you know, learning things and then, exp- you know, just being really excited about them. Um, I liked to watch a lot of different conference talks to try to understand the the way the experts talked to each other and the way like certain things made sense. Now, Twitter is really useful. I mean, there's a ton of different pen testers and red teamers that tweet constantly about the assessments they're doing, the findings that they're running into. Um, uh, I would say if you wanted to go like zero to hero and go from not being a pen tester to actually being a pen tester in one year, the first thing that I would really do is I would, I would try to at least first you have to learn how to use computers legitimately before you can learn how to use computers illegitimately. <laughs> so you have to learn how to use your own computer first before you can learn how to use other people's computers. Um, and then next, I would say 
Um, if you can afford it, take a paid training course, whether that's, you know, a SANS course or an offensive security course or anything like that. Offensive security courses are a lot more affordable. Uh, so I would recommend those. Um, so that's going to, that you're going to hold yourself accountable. If you can't afford it, there's a tremendous amount of CTFs and, um, on both online CTFs and in person, do as many of them as you can. Just say yes to all of them. Sign up for as many of them as you can and force yourself to actually do them. And then basically, honestly, just keep keep doing it and apply for jobs constantly. And you're, what's going to happen is you're going to get turned down by, you know, 98% of them. They're probably going to see, you know, if you don't have any pen testing experience, they don't want you. Or, you know, if you don't have any security experience, they don't want you. But just keep doing it and keep getting better. Force yourself to get better. Just keep pushing yourself forward. Talk to friends that are in the industry. Have them introduce you to stuff. There's a lot of places that will hire junior people, interns, eat your ego and take an internship, you know, stuff like that. And then basically just keep applying. Just apply to as many different places as you const as you possibly can, and eventually one of them is going to call you back. And then when they do, you know, all of those hours of practice that you put in for doing the CTFs and doing stuff like that, and the good attitude, that's when people are going to be like, "Oh yeah, like I'm going to give this guy or this girl a shot to you know to do this job." And then that's that's how I did it, as I basically just got turned down like a thousand times until someone finally called me back, brought me in, gave me that first interview, and I got the job. What what rules do you feel like would be a benefit? So maybe you can't get a pen testing gig, but or while you're applying, or, mm-hmm. what roles could someone be doing that could probably lead into some kind of pen test role? Uh, like security related or non security? Well, security. I mean, I imagine some network administration might be good. System administration. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any kind of ops role is going to be good. Like if you if you can get yourself into, I mean, just any kind of you know network and system ops role. Uh, even if it's help desk, sysadmin, I started in help desk. Um, and then, you know, anything, like I said, lo- using computers legitimately is good. Understanding how enterprise networks function is really, really important. Um, learning about Active Directory, learning about Windows, learning about Exchange, learning about um, all of those things is extremely important because, like I said, you have to know the rules before you can break them. Um, and then I would say, you know, for security related, you know, a security analyst role, um, any anything that gets you as close to, um, you know, to actually, um, you know, a, a security assessment or a pen testing role as possible. Uh, any IT role is good. Anything at all where you're using computers legitimately. But I would say pretty much any kind of ops role would be good where you're actually participating in, you know, network and system operations. Yeah, I, 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 some of my experience, I didn't become a pen tester, but some of my experience, I was on a team, my first security gig, it was like, I am this, it was like three of us for all of the security within the organization. So you're wearing a bunch of different hats. Mm-hmm. And one of those, I mean, was, that's how I got into application security was uh, t- testing out the internal security apps. So I learned how to like actually pen test the security apps. Um, yeah. And, and so I had that experience that if I wanted to potentially go and, and look for a, a sole AppSec pen test role, I, I had that experience there. Um, yeah, I think that's super, super, super valuable, especially like you were talking about security people in smaller shops. Often, you know, you're going to have three people and you're going to be mm-hmm. the entire security team. Right. Um, 
So like, I mean, you know, another answer to your question just now is if you're trying to get that pen testing role, join a co- join an understaffed company. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but join a company that, that you know, the IT staff or the security staff is under, uh, or the IT or security team is understaffed and then just force yourself to do that role. They'll give you that hat whether you like it or not. So you might as well, <laughs> right. might as well roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, I mean, that you're showing, um, even if you do it in your spare time, I mean, you're showing a little proactiveness and that you want to learn and that, you know, if you show them that they, that you really want to do that, either they'll try to move you into that role or, you know, you can, with that experience, go take it and at least show someone, uh, like a consulting company or something that you actually have pen testing oh, yeah. experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. The other thing is if you, if you're thinking of it more pragmatically and you're talking about like how specifically do I become a pen tester? Like what's, what, you know, what, what other like itemized things, uh, start a blog, read, read all of the really great, like, uh, offense people's blogs, try to replicate that as much as you possibly can, just in terms of quality and, you know, and the excitement and the excitement of what you're writing about, do research on things, uh, submit talks, try to give talks on things that you're excited about. The biggest thing that differentiates like the rock stars from, you know, people that are trying to get into the industry is that the people that are the rock stars have like that giant, that enthusiasm and the excitement so much that it drives them to keep doing the thing even in their own spare time. So don't let not being a pen tester come between you and, you know, and, uh, and doing the badass research because, you know, you can, um, you know, you want to, uh, you know, do the exact same thing. You want to do all the research, get excited, submit the talks, write the blog, all that kind of stuff. It looks really good on the resume and in the interviewing as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you're doing CTS, you could totally throw that on the resume. Oh yeah, completely. So, well, great. Uh, what resources are available for becoming a pen tester? Oh, there are so many. If I even try right now, I'm not going to do a good job. Uh, the subreddit, the r slash netsec subreddit is a great subreddit um there's so many different websites that i'm going to probably follow up with you afterward with like a list of all the websites <laughs> that i was re- uh, reading a lot i spent a lot of time on god um rob fuller's blog is really good um you know because he was a security consultant for rapid seven for a while and then uh, was a security consultant for another organization i think um chris gates uh, Colonel Ownage, the, that whole blog is really good. Um, God Milk's blog is incredible. Uh, the Metasploit blog is really good. I could go on literally all day, so I'm not gonna not gonna bore you with that. I'll get you. I'll we can follow up with like I'll just pull my book my bookmarks list and uh, shoot it over to you. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so show notes are going to be at Timothy dot com forward slash eis and i believe this will be episode 72 i'll probably have them both 71 and 72 um, so be sure to go there and check it out yeah this is probably gonna be a two-parter <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh anything else you'd like to mention that we haven't already discussed uh no but uh i mean really i'm just super thankful that you had me here um you know i could talk about a lot of the stuff literally all day a lot of the stuff that i touched on is i was trying to kind of just glaze over the surface to be brief but um you know we could you could talk in a lot of detail about any of the different things that we brought up today um and i don't want to minimize you know like you know how deep you know application security is or how deep network security Mm -hmm. is how deep red teaming is because they are all entire 
careers and, and hundreds of thousands of hours worth of effort and research in and of themselves. So, you know, don't be, don't be, I guess, like from the listener's perspective, don't be freaked out if you, you know, if you were like, I want to get into, you know, reversing malware and you buy a malware reversing book and it's, you know, 12,000 pages long. All the things that we've talked about today are, you know, there's massive, massive, massive amounts to it. Yep. Uh, so what would you like to plug? Oh, man, I don't really have anything to plug. Um, check out my blog. My blog isn't really that good. I don't really write it uh, terribly frequently. But if you want to check out my blog, it's uh, morris.sc, like South Carolina. Uh, I've got like, I don't know, like 17, 18 posts. If you want to check mm-hmm. it out, follow me on Twitter. Um, all I do is just tweet stupid stuff all the time and troll my coworkers. <laughs> but I haven't gotten fired yet. Not going to win. So, uh yeah, but I mean, really, thank you so much for for having me. This has been what, this has been really enjoyable. What's what's your uh, what's your Twitter handle? Oh, it's uh, at Andrew underscore 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 Morris. Uh, Andrew underscore Morris was already taken, and Andrew underscore underscore Morris was already taken. <laughs> yeah, I do all three underscores. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, that's what uh, that's what I figured because I had to go count it. Yeah, to make sure like, I the right uh, one. three underscores, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure like one of the like either the one underscore or the two underscores. Andrew Morris deleted his Twitter at some point in between now and when I made my Twitter, but like. I already have like so I could switch it, but I'm I'm already so invested in the triple underscore Twitter handle I can't go back now, so I'm stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is what technical debt means. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. something like that. All right, Andrew. Well, thank you for joining me to discuss how to become a pen tester. All right, thank you so much for having me. That will do it. Hopefully, you learned something. Feedback is welcome at Timothy dot dblock at gmail.com or on twitter at timothy dblock show notes can be found at timothy dblock.com forward slash e i s if you enjoyed the show share it with others and rate it on itunes have a good one